Welcome to the Mark of a Leader podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Fernandez. Today in studio with us, we have partner and storyteller, Tim Magwood. Tim, thanks for being here. Great to be here, Danielle. So I know the Mark of a Leader is a powerful storytelling and leadership organization, but today we're going to touch more into leadership. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. A real passion. Love leadership. That's fantastic. So I know in your personal life, you're, you're writing a book, you're doing some sort of thought processing about this. So I'm, I'm hoping that we can uh, bring that out of the woodwork here today. That's great. Okay, so uh, heartful. What exactly does that mean, to be a heartful leader? Yeah, I think there's a lot of talk and a lot of awareness in the marketplace around being mindful, and I'm fully subscribed to that. I really believe in meditating every day and, 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 and being mindful, although my belief is that we're mindful enough and we need actually to give our, our brains a break and to connect and sync more into our hearts as leaders because that's where the real magic is. So I have a, a ton of passion around being more heartful and helping other leaders um, operate and lead from that place of being heartful. That's fantastic and very inspiring, I might add. What would be the role of the observer here in related to this? Interesting. Um, well. There, you know, I think we live a lot in our in our heads. So if we can step back and and the observer to me is is actually the the heart and being able to step back and look at the big picture. So um, and that actually reminds me of a of a of a of a moment yesterday I had uh, I had yesterday morning. So um, I had a workout downtown Toronto. I was walking south along Bay Street, if people can picture in busy Toronto. And uh, it was just after 9 a.m. and people were walking north, swarms of people going into their, into their offices. And I was walking south, sort of bobbing and weaving in between the traffic and the people. And it just occurred to me, um, a question came to my mind, which was, I wonder how many people are happy? <laughs> and so I started to... Um, count the number of people who had a smile on their face. And out of 300 people, I started to count in a few blocks out of 300 people. How many people, Danielle, do you think I caught with a smile on their face? Well, it's Bay Street, so I'm very concerned right now. <laughs> I'm thinking 5%. Zero. About 300 people in probably 90 seconds, zero people had a smile on their face. So I just took a moment to observe and... So that just struck a chord in my heart saying, wow, Houston, we have a problem. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. There wasn't one person. We're all in our lanes, like in our swim lanes. There were headphones on, looking straight ahead. Where am I going? Not being in the moment. To me, being heartful is about being in the moment and living from that place. And to me, that's the role of the observer as leaders because it, it allows us to be in the present and be there. And I was just so struck by that. That was yesterday morning. It hit me like a ton of bricks. So you did touch on it, um, but for those of us who aren't you know, necessarily meditating and spending a lot of time on this subject, can you give a little more, more context in your opinion about what heartful does mean? Yeah, and I think um, one way I can do that is through the mark of a leader's, one of our core models is five levels of engagement. And so we believe that um, in order to be a great leader, you have to be thinking about or aware of five levels. So there's the spirit, which is the big idea, it's purpose, imagination, creativity, right side of the brain, 
There's the intellect, logic, left side of the brain. There's heart, passion, emotion, and there's hands, action. So interestingly, right in the middle of the five-level model is the heart. Just like if you look at if those people that are familiar with the, the chakras, the heart is the fourth of the seventh chakra, right in the middle. So if, from a lot of sources, the heart is in the middle. And I believe in any meaningful change, we can't bypass the heart. You know, if it's just in the head, it's, it's meaningless and it's, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. So the heart is actually the fuel or it's more maybe the engine of any meaningful change for anybody. So it's, it's central in any leadership um, change, culture, what have you. It's just, it's, it's critical. Do you think you could name a heartful leader that you look up to or admire? Yeah, I think there's a few. Um, one is is Howard Schultz. So one of the stories we we share at the Mark of a Leader is Howard Schultz, and we really center on the on the rebound. It's from a book called Onward, and the the rebound story of of how Schultz and team really helped transform the the Starbucks culture because they started to focus too much on store openings, on transactions, head stuff, and they lost the soul and the heart in the in the center of Starbucks. So Schultz came back in uh, 2008, 2009, you know, when that when the financial crisis was happening and really recentered the organization to be focused on their big idea, but also on people and culture. And so I think Schultz is a great heartfelt leader. He's a, he's a, he's a spirit-based leader as well, but definitely heartfelt. I think here in Canada, uh, we were talking just before the show, and I know that you're a big fan of Arlene Dickinson. I mean, in terms of an entrepreneur and a celebrity um, who's a TV personality, she she operates from her heart, and she is a very intuitive leader. To me, intuition comes, it's sort of part of that being heart, a heart-based leader. So I think Arlene is an amazing, um, an amazing, another amazing example of being a heart-driven or a based leader. Uh, what are some heartful skills and behaviors, whether, you know, people already have them or whether they can be learned? The, the first, I would say, is, is being vulnerable, which is probably one of the most difficult because I think a lot of more traditional command and control leaders feel like they always have to be in control and always be right. And the essence for me of being vulnerable is being willing to be wrong and, 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 and being willing to struggle. Like, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with this. I need your help, Danielle, on this. What's your perspective? So the, the willingness to struggle and be vulnerable with something is a heart-based heart skill. I think that's, it's super hard, particularly for men. And it's, and it's super hard, um, period. So I think that would, be, that would be one. Another is, it sounds so simple, is, but be grateful. Be grateful for who you are. Be grateful we, we're blessed to live in, in Canada. So appreciation and being grateful. Um, in fact, that, there's been lots of science on um, key ingredients to happiness and gratefulness or appreciation always comes up at the top. So if we are just more appreciative and if we're grateful daily, we're going to be happier and we're going to be living more from a place of heart versus head. There's two. Those are fantastic. And it's true about being grateful. And it is proven. If you even write down five things to be grateful for every day, every morning, it's, it's effective. Yeah. Even a couple, two, two or three, right? Five is better, but just a few things. What piece of advice would you give to leaders? Around being heartful? Yes. Um, I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to leave you with this. He, it's from actually a friend of mine, um, Keith McPherson, who is from Winnipeg. 
and he's coming out with a book in November. Uh, he's an amazing guy. He was on, um, on Canada's Got Talent. He's a musician. He's a yogi. And I saw him do an exercise once in a conference, and he did this. He got us all to close our eyes and to just be still for a moment. And we need our heads to do something. So he actually said, okay, I'm going to give your heads a job, and I want you, your, I want you to ask your head to ask your heart what it needs. And I thought, wow, that's, that's super cool. And he had us do that. There's 250 of us. So I think daily, if we just ask our heart what it needs and trust it, um, the world would be a better place. That's fantastic. Thank you very much, Tim. Thanks, uh, Danielle. That wraps up our uh, Mark of a Leader podcast. Tune in in future. Thanks for listening, everyone.